Inflation continues to heat up. Apple misses the mark and Amazon disappoints investors. This is the Running With The Money Weekly recap. Let's get into it. And we are back. It's another beautiful day. It's another beautiful Friday in the markets. And what in the world is going on? By the way, I'm your host, Luke, today. And we're going to go over today's biggest headlines. And we're going to recap the week. So let's get into it. The Dow Jones currently up 43 points. NASDAQ up four. And the S&P 500 up 1.9. This coming off of a low open um, due to several big misses last night. You saw Starbucks, Apple, and Amazon all miss consecutively last night in the after hours. We're going to go over two of those major earnings events um, later in the show. But um, one large headline coming out of the markets just this morning is this headline inflation. Um, and this is including food and energy that rose at a 4.4% annual rate in September, the fastest since 1991. Holy Toledo. Inflation continuing to heat up. The Fed's favorite gauge of inflation, the core inflation, increased 3.6% for the 12 months. Um, and that is the same as August. Uh, so that's the fastest pace that inflation um, has increased here in 30 years. Yes, that's right, 30 years. At the same time, we saw personal income drop a full 1%. That is much more than the 0.4% expected. And consumer spending increased by 0.6%, which was in line with the expectations. You take a look at what inflation is being pushed by, and inflation, uh, at least in this report, was pushed by a 24.9% increase in energy cost, a 4.1% gain in food, services inflation rose 6.4%, and goods inflation rose by 0.9%. So inflation continuing to heat up. We got some commentary out of major investor Bill Ackman on the issue. He tweeted several tweets, and he said, quote, I gave a presentation to the New York Fed, uh, Federal Reserve Bank of New York last week to share our views on inflation and Fed policy. The bottom line, we think the Fed should taper immediately and begin raising rates as soon as possible. We are continuing to dance while the music is playing, and it is time to turn down the music and settle down. As we have previously disclosed, we have put our money where our mouth is in hedging our exposure to an upward move in rates, as we believe that a rise in rates could negatively impact our long only equity portfolio. Bill Ackman here and his firm making a big call on inflation, saying the Fed needs to taper immediately and betting on the fact that he believes they will. Very interesting commentary coming out of Bill Ackman on inflation, a major investor to be noted of um, within the markets. Now, shifting over to this big time miss over at Apple. Now, EPS came in in line at $1.24, that's earnings per share, but Revenue missed the mark, coming in at $83.36 billion for the quarter. Now, that is up 29% year over year, so revenue still grew, um, but it missed the expectation of $84.85 billion. iPhone revenue coming in at $38.87 billion, missing the $41.51 billion mark, but still up 47% year over year. Services revenue, that beat coming in at $18.28 billion, that's up from the expectation to $17.64 billion in year over year, up 25.6%. Still a very solid metric there. Now, other products revenue, that disappointed as well, coming in at $8.79 billion compared to $9.33 billion that was expected, but it's still up 11.5% year over year. We have Mac revenue also missing the mark, coming in at $9.18 billion compared to $9.23 billion that was estimated. That is up just 1.6% year over year. iPad revenue beating expectations, 
coming in at $8.25 billion for the quarter. Um, and that beat the expectation of $7.23 billion. So that was a net positive up 21.4% year over year and gross margins coming in just over the estimation at 42.2% versus 42%. But Apple missing on revenue, iPhone revenue, other product revenue, and Mac revenue. Not good stuff there. We take a look at what Tim Cook, um, CEO of Apple, leadership at Apple, had to say. He goes on to say, quote, we had a very strong performance despite larger than expected supply constraints, which we estimate to be around $6 billion. The supply constraints were driven by the industry-wide chip shortages that have been talked about a lot in COVID-related manufacturing disruptions in Southeast Asia. So, some complications, um, mostly due to the chip shortage um, affecting Apple earnings to the downside. Not good stuff. Today, Apple, the stock moving to the downside as well. It opened pretty darn low. It's currently down 2.32%. That's roughly 3.54 points. I'm currently sitting at $149.03 per share. Now, shifting away from Apple, we also had a miss at Amazon. Amazon delivering an EPS of $6.12 per share. Um, that is much less than the $8.92 that was expected by analysts. You take a look at revenue. They also missed the mark. Total revenue coming in at $110.81 billion for the quarter. Um, missing the $111.6 billion expectation from the analyst. You dig into these fourth quarter numbers here that they are projecting um, and the Amazon company is projecting sales of around $130 to $100 $140 billion. So that's roughly for the 12% growth. Analysts were looking for 13.2% year over year growth in those Q4 estimates and roughly a Q4 revenue projection of $142.1 billion. So, Amazon missing on earnings, missing on revenue, missing on guidance. Um, you take a look at what CEO Andy Jassy had to say and why the company underperformed this quarter, at least compared to analyst expectations. And really what he said is this. Um, he went on to say throughout the call multiple times that they took a several billion dollar hit, mostly due to extra cost when it comes to these costs. He referred to labor shortages, higher employee costs, global supply chain constraints, um, and increasing freight and shipping costs, according to CNBC. So some major complications over at Amazon, creating some extra cost and therefore hurting earnings in a negative fashion. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, um, we have a few notable ones here. So Stifle downgraded Starbucks to hold from buy after they missed the expectations last night in earnings. Stifle goes on to say, Quote, nearly one year ago, we argued the company would improve its performance more quickly than investors anticipated, leading to earnings upside. At this point, that thesis is played out, and the company now grapples with significant inflationary pressures and investments that are weighing on the margin outlook. Given the magnitude of cost pressure, we struggle to argue enough price can be taken to offset the headwinds in the business entirely, or that inflation will diminish over the next few quarters. Interesting down great here on Starbucks to hold from buy over at Stifle. Now, JP Morgan reiterating Apple is overweight, even though they missed the mark. Um, you see JP Morgan saying, quote, the strong demand across the product portfolio cited by the management team corroborates our expectations for a strong iPhone 13 product cycle ahead of investor expectations. And although the timing of the catalyst for upside on the shares has been delayed on account of the supply chain shortages into the upcoming quarters, we expect to see better than expected iPhone revenue trends in C2022. 
the magnitude of the upside on the shares remains unchanged in our view. JP Morgan still bullish over there on Apple. Now, UBS upgraded Caterpillar today to buy from neutral, saying, quote, we think sentiment on the stock will improve as margins inflect and surprise to the upside during this up cycle. Margin and stock performance have been disappointing during the recent part of the recovery, partly attributable to higher logistics and raw material cost and the restoration of incentive comp. But we expect these headwinds to fade over the course of 2022. UBS expecting the numbers over at Caterpillar to improve the sediment to grow better um, and upside in the stock of Caterpillar, upgrading it to buy from neutral. And then finally, we got a big call out of Bank of America reiterating Facebook as a buy Why? Well, they're somewhat referencing this metaverse trend. They go on to say, quote, the metaverse is a transformational event for the company, increasing its market opportunity, but also adding risk of capital destruction. So far, the street is understandably lukewarm to the concept given. Massive investment, $50 billion plus until break even, potential loss of focus on core businesses, Facebook, Instagram, and uncertain competition, possibly Apple and long-term returns. So Bank of America liking Facebook, liking this transformational unquote metaverse trend, but fearing a little bit of capital destruction and how the investments will all play out. Interesting reiteration of Facebook as a buy here today. You take a look at the stock price of Facebook. It's currently trading up 2.4%, uh, $7.63 to the upside today, currently sitting um, at per share. And look at that. They're already starting to change the name of Facebook. It's now trading under Meta Platforms. I suppose we should refer to Facebook now as Meta. From now on, that's what we're going to refer to it to. Oh, and also, the Fang name's getting a new nickname. It's called Mama. M-A-M-A-A. You have Meta. You have Apple. You have Who else do we have here? I mean, craziness, Microsoft. And then on top of this, we got Alphabet and Amazon. I like this, MAMA, M-A-M-A-A. I like this new abbreviation coming out of Jim Cramer. Great call there. Now, let's recap the week before we round out the show as we always do in the weekly recap. So let's take a look at the top of the week. What happened on Monday? Well, we got some news on PayPal. PayPal saying they were not going to acquire Pinterest whatsoever. They said, quote, not pursuing an acquisition of Pinterest at this time in a press release that came out very early uh, Monday morning. So an interesting headline on PayPal. You take a look at where that stock is trading the day and well, it's kind of met. It's currently sitting at $235 per share, still way down. This Pinterest news of no acquisition really did nothing for the stock. And the stock has continued to move to the downside. You take a look at the performance. It's down in the past month, 8.91%. And down in the past three months, 14%. Maybe a good time and opportunity to pick up a fintech leader. Now, shifting into another Monday headline. We got Tesla hitting a trillion-dollar market cap on the back of a big order of 100,000 electric vehicles out of Hertz. Saying that they were going to pick up a bunch of Model 3s. And supposedly, according to Bloomberg, the deal will bring roughly $4.2 billion over to Tesla. So some big time news on Tesla and that stock. Well, guess what? It continues to move to the upside. You take a look at the price of Tesla stock today and it's up 1.81%. That's 19 points currently sitting at $1,096 per share. That's a new 52-week high, people. Tesla continuing to push to the upside. And it's been a volatile week. We take a look at Tuesday, and, well, we had GE coming in and delivering better-than-expected results. A lot of in-line results. Total revenues declined by 1% year-over-year on a gap basis. 
but you saw some upward revisions in its bull year earnings guidance. And you also saw that they announced upward revisions um, in their margins and a few other things. So some very interesting stuff coming out of there. I apologize, not margins, those in line. But either way, you saw some tightening um, over at GE, some upsized numbers um, looking forward and a lot of numbers coming in line. GE uh, Q3, definitely a quarter to take a look at with a big time industrial. And then we had Facebook also deliver earnings on Tuesday. And well, how did those play out? They beat on EPS. They missed slightly on revenue. Those DAUs came in in line. Those MAUs missed the expectations. Those average revenue per user, the ARPU, that number, very important. Social media names also missing the mark by 15 cents. But overall, that is where they started to announce this VR stuff, saying that they were going to invest approximately $10 billion here, um, or that operating profit was going to be reduced by $10 billion as it invests in hardware and VR um, in the future. So very interesting stuff on Facebook. Also, throughout the week, the name change and everything. Holy Toledo, a lot of news on Facebook this week. Thursday, we had some big economic growth um, numbers come out. Well, guess what? Economic growth, it's slowing. The U.S. economy grew at a 2% annualized pace, according to the most recent data throughout Q3, um, and that's the slowest increase since the end of the 2020 recession. Um, and that's GDP, gross domestic product. Um, it's a key measurement, and it's a key tool, and it's a key metric that is used to measure economic growth that coming in, and all that is is the sum of all goods and services produced. Um, that coming in at 2%, um, an economist had been expecting a 2.8% reading, so not the best numbers there. And then you also saw on Thursday jobless claims coming in and falling more than expected, hitting a new low throughout the pandemic of 281,000, beating the estimate of 289,000. Solid stuff there. And that's for the week ending October 23rd. That was the second uh, week in a row that we saw the decline there in jobless claims. Now, looking over to Ford also on Thursday, defying the street expectations coming in and absolutely blowing out delivering an adjusted EPS of 51 cents per share compared to 27 cents per share that was expected. And then automotive revenues coming in at $33.21 billion, um, which actually beat the mark, uh, which they were expecting $32.54 billion. So they beat both on EPS and revenue. And actually, um, there are some very interesting announcements that came out here, um, definitely in reference to the Bronco SUV and Mustang Mach-E that also came out of the quarter. So Ford, another one to take a look at, maybe go give yesterday's briefing a listen and you'll get all the details on that. And once again, we do a briefing every day. So when I go through Monday, there's a full briefing on Monday and you can get more details on all of these headlines that I am briefly covering covering that occurred throughout the week. And then, of course, we have this Facebook name change yesterday over at Facebook, changing it to Meta. That's right. And they will begin trading under the stock ticker MVRS effective December 1st. A lot of investments, a lot of big changes coming to the company Facebook, which is now Meta. Um, and, well, a lot of people liking it. Obviously, the stock up today Maybe a name to take a look at. Thank you for listening. Eat, sleep, profit, trade on. And that was another episode of the Running With The Money recap. Once again, go give me and my my team a follow at running with the money on Instagram and Facebook or just give me a follow at look today on Twitter at me message me I'll try to respond the best I can with any questions maybe if you have some feedback on the show would like to see some changes let us know we are here for you we want to deliver for you and also go give my boys at pounding the table a listen please 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 at pounding the table on Spotify you can listen to them pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts that's including Apple Podcasts In the meantime, thank you for listening. Trade on, and I will see you on Monday.